0: Well, thank God. Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold podcast is excited about season three and more fabulous guests. We've been talking with and sharing stories, experiences, and laughs with singers, songwriters, musicians, and independent artists in continuing gospel music at its gold. The guests on this show have tirelessly been on the battlefield to bring God's word through song, deed, and action. We also present tribute shows honoring those whom are no longer with us physically, but have left a legacy of gold with their contributions. We hope to continue bringing exciting shows and present great episodes and growing your knowledge in gospel music and its gold to keep you coming back for more. Welcome to Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. Today is Reverend Dr. Stephanie Minity, Associate Minister of Community Baptist Church of Inglewood, New Jersey. Formerly serving as a vocal music ed- educator for nearly 30 years in the Plainfield Public School District, retiring in 2012. She is currently a noted performing arts education consultant. Dr. Minity is a skilled and accomplished singer, composer, arranger, and musician with a passion for excellence in music ministry. As a noted gospel music historian, she's been blessed to work and record with several renowned sacred and secular music artists. She is a sought after vocal coach, composer and vocal arranger, authoring and cataloging over 100 songs. She is a proud and voting member of the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, known as NARIS. Members of NARIS nominate and vote for the Grammy Awards. She has also made numerous television appearances and featured in various periodicals, including USA Today, the Positive Community Magazine, just to name a few. She's affectionately called Reverend Steph, welcome to Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I would like to talk with you today because I think that you are a dynamic woman in gospel music. I've done a little research on you in addition to looking at your bio. Okay. Thank you so much. (laughs) And you're joining me from New Jersey. All right. Yes. Yes. Well, Born and mm-hmm. okay. Well, tell my audience a little bit more about you, Dr. Minniti.
1: Listen, it, there is so much to tell. God has truly blessed me to take part in so many uh, wonderful things. And it's really nothing but His goodness and His grace that I'm standing or sitting here before you today. So, I mean, I have a Wikipedia page where people can go to that page and read all about me if they want to, uh, Stephanie, S-T-E-F as in Frank, A-N-I-E, Minatee, M-I-N-A-T-E-E, and that has all of my accomplishments on there. I really try not to talk about all that stuff, because like I said is nothing but God's grace that I'm sitting here before you but I'm just grateful to have the opportunity to say hello to you and thank you for wanting to spend these few minutes with me.
0: Well, this is exciting for me because well, I'm going to ask you this. Who started mm-hmm.
1: your who started your Wikipedia page? Uh, well, I have a bunch of folks that that know me around town, across town, uh, uh, uptown and downtown. So I think one of the people who have been watching me from afar did that Wikipedia page for me. I didn't even know that it was there until they told me that they had done it. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well,
0: isn't that nice? That is so nice. Mm-hmm. Now, for my audience that may not know you, uh, yes, let's me. talk about your vocalese. As a skilled yeah. singer- composer, Mm -hmm. arranger, and musician. Yes, ma'am. Now talk to me about,
1: well, first tell me about what you've composed. Well, I have composed over 100 songs and much, many of them are gospel music songs, but I, I dabble in different genres. Children's songs are some R&B stuff, some uh, message music, all different kinds of genres, because when I grew up, um, well, can I go to 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 how all this came about? Yes, please do. <laughs> well, when I when I was growing up, I um I was influenced by my my elementary school music teacher. His name was William Pearson, and he was a no nonsense guy. But I was enamored by him, and I decided to to pursue music uh, when I was young. But I played the clarinet. I got accepted into the Uh, Newark has an arts high school and I got accepted into the arts high school uh, to play clarinet and I didn't really sing in high school at all until my very last year we had what's called career day and I sang for that career day and the vocal music teacher came up to me he said you've been here for four years and I didn't know that you could sing so that was it and then I (laughs) I decided to, to pursue vocal music in college. And my mother did not think I was going to be able to make any money in music. You know, my mother was old school. So she wanted me to pursue something else because she didn't think music was going to pay the bills. So <laughs> I was a speech and hearing major for a year. Oh, okay. She said, well, that's close enough. You know, you can speech and hearing and music that's close. You can do that. So I I pursued it for about a year until they told me I had to take the anatomy and physiology of the ear, (laughs) and when they (laughs) told me that, I said no, no, I moseyed on over to the to the other side of the campus, and that's where the music department was. And the rest is history. (laughs) Did you say you moseyed over? (laughs) Oh, oh, absolutely. I, 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 you know, I can't. You know, mm -mm, no, no. (laughs)
0: Okay. Okay. No, (laughs) ma'am. So I'm going to ask you name me at least three songs, three gospel songs that have that were charted that you've written.
1: Well, hold to His hand is a big uh, uh, gospel song that we we are hearing uh, now. You know, I mean, I've written so many songs uh, since I cannot even name uh, stuff that people will know. They're just going to have to listen to listen to my music and and see what they oh oh that's her okay okay because <laughs> i can't even, i can't even off the top of my head now did I you, even, did, you did you lead any of your uh songs that you wrote hold to his hand i i lead i kind of talk it you know i don't you know there's so many great singers they're doing all this riffing and 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 they're 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 just blessed to sing just so phenomenal, so phenomenally, I am, I'm going to talk and I'm going to sing a little bit, but I'm not one of those, uh, knock down, drag, drag, knock down, drag out people that you're going to say, Oh, she blew that. Oh my God. Oh, no, no. (laughs) I'm just going to try to minister the song as best I can and hope you, hope you get the message from it. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm right now so
0: you have <laughs> and then when you talk about that in arranging and you're a musician so mm-hmm. you told me about the clarinet what right. other instruments do you play
1: well I'm certified to teach all of the all uh, all of band music uh, so I can teach all instruments but my clarinet was was the the instrument that I played in high school and in high school band and I worked hard on clarinet you know I worked my way up to first chair because you know. Back then you started like third chair and your 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 teacher kind of push you know you want to kind of get up to that first chair to become really, really proficient. So I got to the first chair, by the time I graduated so I really think that I accomplished something I knew all the Sousa marches. (laughs) which was what what my my music teacher uh, trained us on was playing John Philip Sousa so I can I can sing them all in my head uh, just because I played them all you know when other bands were playing fence walk and all those fence walk I'm dating myself (laughs) when they were playing those tunes you know we were doing Sousa marches at the high school so I, I feel like I'm I'm ai am I was pretty good in clarinet but I can play all instruments I was trained and proficient uh in, to be proficient to teach all of the instruments.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. It's <laughs> that nice. That's so nice.
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: <laughs> now, when you started, I'm going to ask you about this. When you started facilitating workshops, sure. and retreats. Mhm. How did you go about doing that? Did you do that on your own or did you work with a group or no. how did you do that?
1: Well, different people would call me. They knew of, of my expertise in certain areas. So they would call me and have me to come to, to, to uh, deal with their church or their organization. And that's how that started. Now, when I for my choir jubilation, I would actually uh, facilitate a retreat. Uh, for them, every now and then, know my qu- choir. When I taught, um, when I had my uh, church choirs, I would do uh, retreats for them because I just felt education is so needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to do this genre, well, any genre, you've got to be educated, and and I felt that that um, education was ever evolving. Okay. So we needed we needed to do that. So. so.
0: Mm-hmm. So tell me about the structure of a retreat, a musical, of a choir retreat.
1: Okay, well, we, we, use, we call different folks in from different areas of expertise to come and speak on certain things. We sing some music. We actually have a, a services where we have like a prayer, early morning prayer. We have um, just a fellowship uh, of each person to kind of just get away like Jesus did. He went away into the mountains to to go and to think and to pray and to, to talk to God. So that's what uh, the retreats are basically, just to, to get away from the hustle and bustle of everyday life and hear what the Lord has to say about where you are and what where you need to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is good. I, I think a lot of people need to I meant I was talking to someone a while back about that is that you know you miss out on the retreat Mm -hmm. the the types of retreats and being able to I would love to I went to retreats and I would I called it uh stepping off the world Mm -hmm. for you know and just communing with God and praying and and the like whereas you just go to a conference and it's just
1: busy busy busy
0: right 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 and, and the conference is different. So talk about some of the conferences that you've conducted.
1: Well, I'm going to do one actually in May called the City of Gospel Music 2023, where we will gather together and talk about what's happening in this field of gospel and how the people that facilitate this music, uh, what they need to incorporate if they have not incorporated it and what they need to. Uh, talk about uh, in terms of what we see in this community and what we see in this society, as far as gospel music is concerned, what's happening and how we have a responsibility of those that uh, present this music, Uh, gospel music as Reverend Lawrence Roberts, my former pastor taught me, Mm -hmm. should never be used to entertain, but to enlighten. Okay. His words are it's good news for bad times. And I have uh, really gotten tired of seeing this genre becoming an entertainment first entity. Mm. I understand what the people who have put money behind this music are, are doing and I understand what they desire, but God never intended for his music to be used in that way. So we're going to get together and talk about what we see, what we hear, what we have, how we need to change some things and what our responsibilities are as people who do this genre. Okay. All right.
0: Mm -hmm. You, uh, you brought to mind, uh, one of the shows that I did was I did a review of billboard Mm -hmm. billboard magazine. And I went back over some previous magazines of course you know, they don't produce it as magazines anymore i'm really dating myself okay. when i say this but gospel music in mm-hmm. billboard never had their own category absolutely for, for an extremely long time and when i looked at the history of billboard magazine billboard magazine actually had started in the 1930s like the mm-hmm. 1939 mm-hmm. or somewhere around in there so rap music actually had a category before wow. gospel music. <laughs> I thought that was wow. really interesting, but they would call it spiritual music when they would talk about it. And it was not a regular review of it, but they would have what they would call was spiritual music. And of that category, there were very few African-Americans in that category. Mm-hmm. Isn't that well, interesting?
1: Well, you know, I got nominated for a Dove award and oh. Mm. Uh, In on the in the dove music category, not too many African Americans, I call them black people, because what do you call a person who comes from Africa that lives in America that may be Caucasian. Well, okay, I like
0: that. (laughs) I like that. See, I'm I'm trying to
1: be politically correct. (laughs) I hear you. So I say I use the term black, black folks and um, in, in that double award category years ago, you know, black people just started getting nominated mm-hmm. for double awards. Uh, they were similar to what you were saying. And that's because of the miseducation people just are not educated and in, in this genre, and they try to figure out what this genre is supposed to be about mm-hmm. instead of people actually helping them to learn. Properly, what this genre is is to be about. So I'm, I've kind of taken the mantle to try to educate as much as possible our people about what they what they're doing and and how this music came to be. You know, gospel music, uh, the elements of gospel music came from the Middle Passage, mm-hmm. yep. and people really don't want to talk about. Or try try to really learn about that. But the wails, the cries, the hollers, the screams, those are all from the middle passage. And when you listen to gospel music, if it's authentic, you will hear those elements in the music. So it's important that people learn uh and are educated uh, for this genre, not just sing it, but actually know the history of this genre so that we can spread some educational knowledge. Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, it, just in you saying that, it's remembrance to me of the Dr. Watts. And mm-hmm. that is that was very closely related to, actually, it was the communication that would be. Mm-hmm. That's right relayed over the plantation on what was going on
1: (laughs) you know and it's important it's important that we we learn we learn this information and we speak it because Mm -hmm. that's who makes up this is what makes us who we are the contributions that we make don't just happen by osmosis somebody did it before we we did it and we need we need to understand that and actually share that every time we have an opportunity to tell somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we somehow, and I'm I'm going off into a whole different tangent, but somehow okay. somehow we lose our own identity as Absolutely. black people. Absolutely. Because we allow others to, to tell us, it. yeah, That's to right. take it. And to try to tell us how we are supposed to do things.
1: No, you know, right. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right, and it's important that we make sure. But we see, we can't say anything if we don't know it. That's true. You're that's right. the problem. We we don't know it, mm-hmm. so so we can't really correct anything. We can't we can't make any statements because we are not learned enough to do that. And that's why I'm so adamant about us knowing more about this genre. If we're going to sing gospel music, you know, gospel music and R&B music are two different animals. Mm -hmm. They have the same elements, but, but, you know, they are two different animals. We need to understand, you know, the, the difference and what the responsibilities are uh if we're going to do this genre
0: oh yeah oh yeah and uh going back to the research that I did on billboard I also talked about one or two of the record labels and Mm -hmm. I recall reading the and I I don't know if they verbatim because I would have to go back and do the research but I did do a show on it Mm -hmm. and talked about how light how um was a spectra and there was a couple of other labels
1: That Mm -hmm. we're looking
0: to expand into the gospel music realm is is how they kind of phrased it. And what they were looking for was they were looking for crossover artists. In other words, they didn't Mm -hmm. want you to sound like you were singing in church. There are some very talented people that sing in church, but they wanted you, they wanted to find artists that were able to sound, even though they're singing gospel music, but they wanted them to sound pop. Right. And that's what they were pushing for. And that, you know, one of the articles talks about it almost extensively about one of the uh, directors of this record label, owner of the record label that talked about they wanted to get people, they were targeting specific people to do crossover.
1: Well, that's, you know, because that's where they thought money, the money was. hmm. Uh, that was their whole goal, but you've got the, if you're going to go back to the beginning of the record label, you've got to look at Savoy records, which was a, a jazz R&B label that went gospel. Mm-hmm. And that's the earliest uh, gospel music label uh, in history. As far as I know, I'd I've, I've have to research it even more, but if you look at Savoy records, um, I'd say in the forties, fifties, you would hear uh, gospel music from that label because my former pastor, Reverend Lawrence Roberts, was the first black record gospel producer for Savoy Records. Okay. Well, I
0: do know that there were black gospel labels before that because of, um, mm -mm. I could see her face, but I can't call her name. Uh, She was blind and... She partnered up at one point with Rosetta Thorpe and I'm,
1: I don't know why I can't
0: remember her name.
1: I remember Rosetta Thorpe, but I don't know who you, t- I can it doesn't come to mind who you're talking about, but yeah, I mean, Rosetta Arizona Tharp-
0: drains. That's who it okay, was. Okay. Okay. Arizona drains. Wow. And it indicated that she was the first person to record in the
1: 1920s. You remember what label that was? not off the top of my head okay (laughs) but i that that name is is vaguely familiar and when we finish this this zoom you know i'm gonna i'm gonna research that (laughs) (laughs) yeah because i i came
0: across her which was really interesting i came across her and they talked about how arizona drains was the person that worked with thomas dorsey to help him to put holiness into his music when he transitioned from a blues uh, player for yes. Ma Rainey right. into going into
1: gospel music and Arizona wow. Drains. and I'm like, they never, they really don't talk about her. No, because I've n- I've never never really heard that name before. Like I said, when we get off this Zoom, I'm definitely going to find out more about Miss Arizona Drains and definitely uh, talk more about her once I find out. Mm-hmm. I wish Reverend Roberts was still alive because I would ask him. And I'm sure he would know Arizona dreams, the name Arizona dreams, but thank you. You've given me some history today.
0: <laughs> that's, you know, well, that's what I try to do on the show is to try and bring people uh, information that they usually don't hear. You right. know, we, we hear about the people that are on the main stage. We hear about those mm-hmm. that the secular world likes to highlight. Right. As you know, this is gospel music and these are the only gospel people. But there are right. so many people that are, you know, when you look at a production, a play, there are so mm-hmm. many people behind that production that never get that's right, the, never accolades, get talked about right. or accolades or anything of that nature. And that's what I want to do with this show is to help people to learn more about gospel music and its richness, because mm-hmm. there's so much you know they don't even talk much about Sally um Sally, Sally Martin, Martin. Mm-hmm. and the work that she did with Thomas Dorsey because she was the one that started his publishing company to Absolutely. get him to get him to start getting paid for his music people right. don't talk
1: about her but oh well. Uh, well you know i would tell everybody if you haven't seen it you need to look at say amen somebody because mm-hmm. that talks uh, and showed you uh, what Sally Martin and um Willie May Ford Smith had uh, in their work with, did in their work with Thomas, Thomas A. Dorsey. So that will give you an up close and personal look at, uh, look at him same and somebody you'll be able to see those icons mm-hmm. alive and well in that, in that film.
0: Yeah, I did a show, well, I've done a several tribute shows, but I did one about Willa May Ford because I was not familiar mm-hmm. with her, so I got intrigued. When I get interested in something, I'd like to do research. Absolutely. And I, just when I told you just before we got started, I said, I, I did a little bit more research, you know, just because I get people's bios. I do research to find out more and to help me to help others learn mm-hmm. more about because it is I like to enlighten people right and give information just like I did the research on uh Billboard and, and finding mm-hmm. that I'm like because they everybody wants to talk about let's go on to get on the billboard charts and I'm like, wait a minute, they didn't even recognize gospel right. music as a genre for decades, it wasn't just a few years, but for decades they did not recognize gospel music. This
1: is this for, is. By I don't get excited, you know, I'm happy for the awards that I've received and I, I'm happy for the recognition, but I don't get excited about this stuff, sis, because when it's all said and done, only what you do for Christ will mm-hmm. last. Oh yeah. So, so, I mean, all of that stuff is nice. I thank God for each and every opportunity, even to be on here with you today. But I think that sometimes we get our signals crossed and we don't really want, we don't really understand what's really important.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that we have to learn that what is important is the fact that you can spread the love of Christ and what gospel music is to do is never to entertain, but enlighten. Mm-hmm. So I hope that whatever I say I have said will help somebody, uh as to follow Christ more, because that's really what this is all about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. I, I like the fact that, and I talk about this too, is that when we look at our old traditional gospel music, mm-hmm. they were directly from scripture. That's correct. And that was putting, and I think this is just my thought. I don't know. It may be true. or may not. Is that the reason why some of the scripture was put to music was because it's easier to remember Mm
1: -hmm. than just
0: looking at the written word. And then when we think about the educational uh, level of some of our people, uh, our Mm -hmm. Black people, some of them could not read or could not understand or comprehend what was being read. But to hear it through music, then you Mm -hmm. could. And it didn't click with me until years later when uh, my husband and I were members of this uh, specific church and through their new membership class, they have you memorize scriptures. I didn't quite understand why, <laughs> but, okay. um, and they had you memorize scriptures and then they gave me a scripture and they said, you need to learn this by uh, next week when you come mm-hmm. back. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I am not one for memorization. That ain't, a, that's right. not my forte. But I didn't realize music is mm-hmm. definitely my forte so when we got there that and I no matter how much I read it I could not remember the written word but I said put wait a in. minute put
1: it in the song I, I've sung
0: no we I, I've i sung this song before right so when we were standing there and the lady asked me I said now I'm gonna ask I said I know this is kind of off the wall for you but can I sing it to you and she looked at me and she said sing it and I see a, so I said if any man be in Christ Jesus he is a new creature. yeah and she said oh okay I said okay because that's how I memorize that's right scriptures and when I when it, it finally clicked on me I'm like I've been singing for years and sometimes not even realizing that I was singing actual scripture out of the right. Bible that's right isn't that something <laughs> so yeah you know, and, and when you think about that, is that when you put it to music, it does last longer. That's why Hamilton is such a big hit with people. Right. Right. You know, because who remembers the, the history of Hamilton? I didn't. <laughs> right. Right. But when you put it to music
1: and you're you're talking and when people, the fifth dimension recorded, um, we hold these truths to mm. be self-evident. You know, I didn't know that preamble from the the Declaration of Independence, but because they recorded it Mm -hmm. and I could sing it with them, I would know what it said. So (laughs) you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Mm -hmm. So education is, is so important. And, you know, that's why our parents and our grandparents were adamant about us being educated Mm -hmm. because they understood and they, they knew that that was our, one of the ways out, you know, to 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 become a better person, and to do what we needed to do in this society.
0: Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And to just to in in thinking of that, when you're writing lyrics, I'm going to go back to you because okay. we've been talking about history and we talked mm-hmm. about this others, but I want to go back to you and and I know you composed over a hundred songs. Mm-hmm. In your inspiration was there any specific thing that inspired you or was it just something that you were hearing in your mind or in your heart? Talk about various, your process. Various
1: various things, you know, I, I'd have to write, each year when I taught high school, I'd have to write the class song. So I'd think about uh, what that class had gone through for, for the year and I'd try to incorporate those things. Um, If I had to write for my kids' uh, uh, classes um, when I taught middle school, I would just think about things that they might think about and write about that. It all depends. I can look at something. If I see a box, like I'm looking at a box on my table right now, I can write about that box on my table. You know, I could just write about whatever I see. It all depends on what what it is. let me see what you got on. You got on a I'm trying to see. I can't see. You got on white. You have on white. Yes, a white yes. hat. Well, you a got a white on shirt head- and a headband. A floral so, headband. And Sonia, right? Yes. And Sonia has on a headband. She's got a white shirt on. And a headband, you you know, I mean that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is just look at something, and I I can you know, I'll just start writing. Okay. <laughs> well, you have just written a song for me. And Sonia, <laughs> she has on a headband. You you know
0: that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that you know that's a good thing because I I've often wondered sometimes and I do ask songwriters because some uh songwriters they find a different format. Mm-hmm. I'll just put it that way, a different format in and how they write. Some have uh written songs from something that they dreamt about. Yeah. Or just just an inspiration like that. So I was just wondering, you know, I'd like to it's
1: different for everybody, mm-hmm. you know. It's different, and and since two thousand fifteen, you know, oh, we didn't even get to that yet. But can I bring that up now? Yes, yes, well, please. You do. know, in two thousand fifteen, I had a massive stroke, Aunt mm-hmm. Um, and I um, was in bed for about fifteen months. Wow! Uh, before God let me get up, and then I was in a wheelchair. And now I'm walking with a walker. So my life has changed uh, tremendously since that stroke. I've lost 120 pounds. Mm. Uh, When I had the stroke, I was 120 pounds heavier. I wasn't eating right. I wasn't taking my medication. Mm. I was just not caring about my life. And God gave me uh, another chance and a wake up call to to spread, uh, his love and what he wants me to do with the, uh, the time that I have remaining to be here. Mm. So I am just, I needed to share that testimony because I did not want to live. Mm. Oh my, I was mad at God that he let this happen to me. And I had, I was fired up and it took a. A caregiver, a therapist at one of the rehab centers to actually speak life uh. to me and con- convince me to, to hear God's voice and to move on, because I'm telling you, I, I really wanted to, to end it. Uh. I was like, I'm, there's no need for me to be here. i have you know, what is there left for me to do? And And she had to help me to see and to realize, no, there's much more for you to do and it's not over till God says Mm -hmm. it's over. So that's my testimony. So since 2015, I have, uh, you know, my writings, my writing is different now. I've written some things. um, I've done some new things that I probably wouldn't do if I hadn't had the stroke, but I needed to share my testimony with your listeners because they need to know that no matter what you go through, and no matter what you're going through, it's not over until God says mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it's over. And until that time, we are to live, look up, and live. Oh yeah. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: Well, so thank God for for the power. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So don't get me to crying on here because you
1: know I. no no. <laughs> I want you to, if you cry is cry tears of joy, because you're speaking to a miracle. Amen. You know, Satan thought he had me, mm-hmm. but I got away. You know, the Bible says Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. Uh huh. But God says that I've come that you might have life. Yes. And have it more abundantly. So he's given me life. He's letting me live. Uh So I'm just sharing my testimony with the people that will see this to let you know that that it's not over until God says.
0: Amen. That's true. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that, you know, and I tell people all the time that um, I believe that God speaks through other people. So that's an angel that steps into your life, maybe Mm -hmm. for a minute, maybe for an hour. But there's someone that will step into your life and that will speak life back into you when you feel despaired, when you feel like you can't go on. And God will put that whatever it is Mm in and will, you know, sometimes you'll be walking by and just a stranger will say something to you. And you're like, what? And it's something that you have been thinking about or that you have been going through in your mind and in your spirit. And that person will say something to let you know that God is listening. God is standing there. You just have to know when he wants you to move. That's right. And, the, you know, so I'm just, well, thank God for the person that spoke to you and gave you the reverberance. I'm going right. to say, I'm going to use that word. I'll use that as a word of the reverberance back into yes. your spirit to let you know that God is still working with you yes. and working through you. Amen. I, I'm
1: just- I'm just so grateful. And like I said, it could have gone as, as my friend Lorraine Stansel, when she prays, she says it could have gone another way, but it didn't. And God, God knew what he was doing and he, he yet knows what he's doing. So Mm -hmm. I am just grateful to uh, have this opportunity to talk to you today.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate it. And you know, your testimony, someone who may be listening, maybe even feeling that, Uh, despair or feeling like it's Mm -hmm. it's over and you you may have just given them a
1: jolt it says wait a minute
0: god's word says
1: i hope so because that's really what this is all about i know your show is called let's talk gospel music Mm -hmm. but if we share this gospel message that's really what it's supposed to do it's We, you know, we can talk about industry. We can talk about records. We can talk about sales. We can talk about uh, 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 presenting music at different genres. We can talk about all that and all that is good. But if we're, we're not encouraged by the music, if we don't receive a message from the music, it's just a waste of time. It really, really is. And I want people to understand that when you do gospel music or when you talk about gospel music, the message is what's important. It's yes. the message.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I I mentioned to someone one time I was singing with a choir and I have been singing uh, since I was a little girl, but not until I was with this specific group.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I learned that we were not just singing for entertainment. We were not right. just singing to see what choir can outdo the other choir. We were saying right. for ministry
1: that's and right.
0: trying to reach souls. Somebody that is sitting in the audience that may be on their last leg or say, that's you know, right. well, I didn't, I came to church because my friend told me to come and I want to sit here. And then now. something that's sung through and mm-hmm. ministers to them and says, hold on, that's right. <laughs> there's something better.
1: And isn't that why this music was created? You you know, when Thomas Dorsey wrote precious Lord, you know, the story, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, his wife and and, and daughter were in accident and and died. I mean, Uh you know, I mean, that's, that's why he wrote the song because there was a message in that song. He needed something to console him Mm -hmm. at that period of time. And that's really what this music is all about it it propelled him to move from the blues into the gospel music genre Mm -hmm. and and when we understand what this is all about we, we have to we have to understand the responsibility that we have to share this music it's not for for to make money I mean it's fine when people make money and they live off of this and but that's not why this music was created correct so if we understand, we've got to understand that. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. understand that and make sure that we we are true to what we are doing.
0: Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I believe that wholeheartedly, in that listening to uh, music and when my husband was doing uh, theater uh, mm-hmm. in the in the church that one of the churches that we were in, the pastor told him he said, "I don't want to call this a drama group." Because we, mm-hmm. we talked about, oh, let's do drama. And he said, no, I don't want to call it a drama group. So we called it a theater group. And mm-hmm. part of his, my husband's passion, when he was talking to the pastor and asking if he could actually start this up, he said, we want to, as a theater group, we want to, when you get up to speak, before you speak, we want to do a production. Mm-hmm. So when you get up and do your, Um, sermon, it hits it out of the ballpark because it's going to correspond with, or if you want us to do it after you've done your sermon, we want to make sure the message that you're talking in the pulpit is what we're producing through Mm -hmm. this group. And, you know, because we know that we're visual people and we're uh, musical people. Mm -hmm. So when we look at it and you hear the music and then you see something visually in the same sense, it then drives home more because some people are visual people.
1: Visual learners. That's right. You know,
0: and some people listeners. Mm -hmm. So if we, if you have a little skit before the pastor does his sermon and then the choir comes behind it. That is threefold. Powerful. So right. you're gonna make sure that you you have reached more people than just powerful. standing
1: there talking and and and, and reading. Mm-hmm. So that's powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you now you're going on to a, you're going to that educational aspect of how we learn. <laughs> and I, I know you you know you now you're getting into that into that entity which we could talk about on another show <laughs> because when you, when you start talking about how people learn that's a whole different thing um but you're absolutely right mm-hmm. visual versus uh 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 audible versus you mm-hmm. know whatever however however you learn it however you get it the fact is that you you need to learn it, so that so that it's something that you have and that you can regurgitate when it's when the need is there,
0: and all parts of that is ministry, yeah, so we're ministering to your soul, we're ministering to your heart and want you to understand the goodness of God, mm-hmm. you know sometimes you go you've 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 heard those sermons where they they always talk about doom and gloom, sure. and you know I believe in. You know, there's so much goodness that God has given us so much goodness that Jesus died for and showed us before he left this Mm -hmm. earth. You know, let's talk about the goodness. Talk about the the building up, because sometimes when we are in our deepest, darkest, you think about a scripture that Jesus talked to the
1: disciples in
0: when they thought they were in their darkest moment when they were on the boat and thought they were going to drown
1: don't mess with don't mess with me because (laughs) you know you getting ready to get in trouble (laughs) don't mess with peace be still leave leave me alone leave me alone you know that 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 uh I'm actually working on a project now that deals with peace be still so uh you're absolutely right Mm -hmm. absolutely right it's uh it's important that we we make sure that this educational aspect is a, a part of everything that we do. And a lot of times we're teaching folks and we don't even know. Mm-hmm. Teaching, but we are. Yeah. And, uh, as long as we stay true to what we do, that education will come forth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll,
0: I'll tell you something that happened uh, actually recently. It was uh, last week, as a matter of fact. I was given this. Thought in my dream, God speaks to me in my dreams sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he said, Why don't you put your show name on a shirt? I'm like, Okay, okay well, okay. So I did some sample shirts. I got a shirt for me and uh, I got a shirt for my husband. So we were traveling, and unbeknownst to me, when I got dressed, I had put my shirt on and he had put his on mm-hmm. also. So it wasn't it wasn't really time to change either of us to change because we had already packed and the cab was outside. Mm-hmm. So we're at the airport and we're walking through and you know not really paying attention and we had a layover at a at a different um uh, airport. So we're sitting there and we're eating and the young man, we thought it was a lady that was gonna be waiting on us, but a young man started waiting on us. But he then close to the end of our meal said, I really like your shirts. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. And he says, you know, I just turned my life over to the Lord four years ago (laughs) and started giving his testimony. And I said, wow, (laughs) you know, just out of, you never know. And I don't know if it was the shirt that it was, because it says, let's talk gospel music gold. It didn't say anything about ministry. It didn't say anything about a church <laughs> per se. <laughs> but he talked about how his life got turned around. He gave his life to the Lord four years ago and moved to this location and said that he has never been the same. Yeah. So when you think about the message yeah, yeah, that goes out, just nonverbal. If we weren't talking about church. He, and my husband, and I were talking about the food.
1: I'm getting ready to send you my money for my shirt. Just <laughs> let me know how much my shirt is gonna cost. <laughs> I want, I want one of their shirts. So we, we hang up. Just tell me how much my shirt is gonna cost. Oh my gosh! I, I cash up you my money. This was a, actually, it was an experiment to, to be honest with you. So I only have two shirts. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to get some more, since. Yeah, you're gonna have to get some more <laughs> but I,
0: And I, you know and i thought that was that was so interesting and then uh one of the places where we were having dinner uh that week because we were celebrating our 20th year anniversary and sitting next to this couple and all of a sudden this man just strikes up a conversation with me now by this time i don't have on my uh let's let's talk gospel music gold t-shirt so we're just sitting there talking and um he said, uh, "So what do you do?" And I was like, "Oh well, you know, we're just here for our anniversary, blah blah." And I don't know how the the conversation shifted. Mm-hmm. But I did mention, you know, that my husband and I, you know, we do workshops. I never said what type workshops we did, what type of of of. I didn't say a specific one. I said, well, we've gone around, we've facilitated workshops and done conferences and stuff like that. So he said, he then mentioned God and about his, where he knows he's going to go in the future, wow. you know, wow. and just, and I'm like, did we say anything about church, gospel or the Bible? Wow. <laughs> and I'm wondering, and I'm I'm like, and this is a, a this was a Caucasian, older Caucasian man from Texas, mm-hmm. and he and his wife were uh, in a, a few months are going to be celebrating their 49th year. And I don't know how we got on that conversation, but he just and he said, well, thank you for your service. And I'm looking at him. I said, thank you for our service. And I said, I was not in the military. He said, no, I didn't say in the military. He said, in church, that's service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I never said anything about
1: church. Right. Okay. <laughs> Right. Well, he, he knew and God had had probably given him some information about you. You just never know how this thing works. Mm -hmm. I don't even try to figure it out. You know, I just, I just say, Lord, thank you. And you know, because he, he does some mighty miraculous things that we can't, our human mind can't figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. We just have to say, God, thank you. And he, he's going to keep on doing them. So you just, like I said, I'm going to send you my my uh, <laughs> cash app for my shirt and whenever you order some more, you just get me get one from me and send it my way, okay? <laughs> well, I will do that. I will do that. I sure Amen. will.
0: I, <laughs> I was Amen. like, man, that is because, and I who would have known that somebody would, you're standing there, but you have to live what you sing about. That's you right. You have to live what you talk about because you never know who you're going to encounter. You never know. And that that's the, the basis of gospel music gold because you mm-hmm. know, let's say I'm I'm representing and saying that I'm gospel music, but I'm walking around mean to everybody mm-hmm. uh or you know, cussing and carrying on. Mm-hmm. Am I really living what the word of God is telling me to do?
1: You you know, He makes us uh if we're real disciples, he, you know, it's kind of, it will bother us not to be what he's made us to be. Mm. I mean, that's a deep statement, but you know, you just can't do it. You can try to go against what God has told you to do, but if you're really sold out in this thing and this thing is for real, it's going to bother you Mm -hmm. if you're not doing what and not living in God's will. Mm-hmm. So I found that out the hard way, you mm. know, with all that I've been through and all that I had to go through and all that I'm still going through. It's no, I'm I'm sold out. I can't I can't do it any other way. I've tried, but it's not gonna work out.
0: <laughs> you mm. said you tried.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna work out.
0: But he brings you back. That's that, right. That is that's, that's right. one thing that God will do. He ain't gonna give up on you. Might give try to give up on God, but He is that's never. Right he ain't gonna give up on you.
1: Somebody, somebody wrote that song, right? He's able, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, somebody wrote that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: That's right. Yeah, this is just so, this is so nice to talk to you. i you know, when i when I think back, I was, I said, now I've heard this name before. I have actually heard this name. I've heard your name before. And I said, I don't know why or how I said, but I've heard. And that's why I, when I initially said it, I I mispronounced it, but it's Minity.
1: Yeah. You know, Dorothy, you told me one time, you know, she told me I'm never going to be famous because people can't say my last name. (laughs) So, (laughs) I said, "Well, Dad, I just—I guess I just won't be famous then, <laughs> you no. Know, and I'll try to help folks if they—if they don't get it right, I, I'll try to help them." too. She said, "No, nah, you ain't gonna be famous. Ain't folks going to nobody say your last name? <laughs> no, So It's Minnity. Minnity, yes, Minnity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh,
0: have mercy." Now see, this is this is really nice. I just I have really enjoyed our conversation. And yep, I'm beautiful. going, I'm going to ask you to tell my audience how they can get in contact with you. And I know you said you have a conference in May, but remind my audience about that.
1: Sure. Well, I'm I am uh helping to facilitate myself and, and some partners, the state of gospel music 2023. And that's gonna be on May 6th. At the New Jersey Performing Arts Center, here in Newark, New Jersey, One Center Street in Newark, New Jersey. So that's uh, May the sixth. You can contact me on Facebook, Stephanie R Minity. You can contact me on Instagram at Rev Steph R E V S T E F. I mean, you can contact me on uh, what is my email address? <laughs> S is and Sam R is in Robert Minity srminity at AOL.com. so those those entities you can uh, talk to me and i'd love to hear from you i definitely love to hear from you and uh i think we're going to live stream that conference uh may the 6th uh you'll just have to keep on checking with us and and uh we'll see and my choir Rev. steph and jubilation jubilation is retired now but i'm still uh uh, working with jubilation from time to time to do some different pro, uh, projects. So mm-hmm. Rev. Steph and Jubilation is on Instagram and on uh, Facebook.
0: Now, you know, I, we got talking about some other stuff and we didn't talk about Jubilation Choir. So guess what? I'm going to ask to uh, have another conversation with you at another time. <laughs> oh,
1: that would be that would be awesome. <laughs> I would love to do that. I'd love to do that. And so since
0: I have it on air that you said, yeah, uh uh-huh. we'll do it again. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> sometimes. So we'll talk about that. Absolutely. And I want to thank my guest, Reverend Dr. Stephanie Minity for participating oh, in this segment of Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. These shows are to explore, record, and raise excitement about gospel music and its gold. I hope you, the audience, enjoyed this episode as much as I have. Please send me an email sharing your thoughts about this show segment. Also, if you have any suggestions of future guests you would like to hear on the show, send an email to Let's Talk to gmg at gmail.com. That's Let's Talk, the number two, gmg at gmail.com. You may also like and share the podcast episode, or you may subscribe to be alerted when the newest show is published. There's also a new radio show called Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold Radio Show, airing on WMRMDB internet radio station, Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then rebroadcast at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. I am your host, Sonia saying, let's sing, let's shout, and tell of the great news through Gospel Music Gold. Until the next episode, take care, and God bless. This episode has been sponsored by IT. The disaster has happened. We were all caught off guard March 2020, and in many cases, there is now a rebuilding process which must take place. How does this affect you as a church leader or a small business owner? With over 20 years of experience, we can help you create an emergency response and a business continuity plan for your church or your small business. We discuss methods of preparing for the next emergency or disaster. Here are a few things we can speak to you about for your church. How to continue communicating with your congregants without access to your physical location. How do members reach the leadership staff? What about church records? Are they safe and available? And here are a few things we will cover for a small business. Communicating with your customers and meeting their needs and or orders. Do you have a backup process to keep your business records safe? We can talk about technology, security, and record keeping. For more information, contact us at 708-762-3587. That's 708-762-3587. And we can discuss how you can feel more comfortable in creating a emergency response plan and or a business continuity plan.